Welcome to your September Investor Update, now delivered as a podcast. I'm Sean Stone, and I'm a senior technical lead here at Nutmeg. I'm joined today by our Director of Investment Strategy, Brad Holland. Hi, Brad. Hi, Sean. Brad, August can traditionally be a difficult month for markets. Why is this, and how did markets perform this August? Yes, well, August is obviously the peak holiday month for the Northern Hemisphere. So, so equity markets, they can suffer for liquidity and direction. And, and that can spill over into September, actually, if you look back the last 30 years. Now, as a result, the, the variation in performance across these two months is, is the highest during the year for, for all markets, actually. Now, um, there are obviously more things going on, though, uh, from year to year than just the passing of the seasons. And this year, August has been a good month with 2.5% return in broad-based developed equity markets. Emerging markets, they also grew, but continued to underperform developed equities. Um, Elsewhere, government bond markets weakened, while corporate and high-yield bond markets returns, well, they were positive, benefiting from the strong risk environment. Um, The pound sterling was a bit weaker. And although there was a, a difference among energy, mining and agricultural commodity prices, the broad based commodity index did fall. Thanks, Brad. And what were the main drivers behind market movements in the month? Uh, well, the continued recovery in global economic activity and trade is, is the main driver. Um, this has been given various names, uh, the opening up trade, the reflation trade, but essentially it comes from the normalisation of activity after last year's production and demand shocks. Uh, Economic data flows continue to point to this normalisation, which is having a a positive follow-on effect on profits. Meanwhile, we we still have emerging countries lagging behind. Uh, In the year to August, emerging market equities were up just under 4% compared to developed equity markets up 18%. Now, this dramatic underperformance has, has two elements. The first is the the resetting of the the social contract in China. We saw this first with respect to technology company business models that have been forced to change away from profit maximization. And China's Communist Party has followed this up by seeking to a a leveling up of of prosperity and income distribution across the country. Uh, Well, equity markets have been spooked by these developments. Um, the second element of the emerging market underperformance this year is, of course, COVID. Uh, emerging countries have had less vaccine availability, but they are also, by their very nature, have less government infrastructure to, to deal with crises such as these. The, the, the tech company crackdown in China came as somewhat of a surprise, but, but Nutmeg has always understood that the better income equality in China is, is very good for its long-term growth prospects, uh, given its shrinking population. Uh, and we, we think emerging markets will catch up soon on the vaccine front, not least because it's in the interests of rich nations to see this happen. Uh, for all these reasons, and with the global recovery underway, we have not sought to underweight emerging equity markets. You mentioned reflation in your answer. Inflation remains a common theme for many investors. And while August data saw inflation in the UK slow, we've seen record high inflation figures reported elsewhere, notably in Germany. What's our current view on inflation and the measures central banks have in place in response to it? 
Yes, there are several factors driving inflation at present, and some are more permanent than others. The ones that are at least likely to cause long-term inflation are those related to the, the normalisation process. The, the usual levels of inventory and, and, and ready access to, to shipping have not existed this year. And without these normal economic lubricants, short-term inflation is occurring. Now, most central banks are acknowledging the temporary nature of the inflation data, but they are watching very closely, of course. And one factor that could prove more long-term is, is wages growth. And this is important in services sectors, which is the largest consumer sector. Uh, it's also the sector struggling to attract workers as economies open up. Um, wages are having to grow to attract skilled and unskilled workers alike. Now, our view is that inflation is rising in a healthy, cyclical way. Central banks have been trying to create inflation really since the 2008 global financial crisis. After the Trump trade wars, damaged global growth, and after the 2020 COVID shock, it appears all the stimulus central banks have put in is taking effect. Now, central banks have, have altered their, their policy functions too to be slower to raise interest rates when inflation rises. But they are all very keen to begin the process of reducing other stimulus, such as their, their asset buying programs. And, and that's the area where we expect more immediate action. Uh, the policy has worked, economies are normalising, it's time for policy to normalise too. Um, that's why Nutmeg remains underexposed to government bonds, whose, whose prices will suffer as central banks taper their buying programs. Thanks, Brad. So against this market backdrop, how did the Nutmeg fully managed portfolios perform during August? Well, uh, well lower risk portfolios rose by between 0.2 and 0.8% and in a month. Middle risk portfolios with a, a broader mix of equities and bonds, they rose between 1% and 2.25%. And and higher risk portfolios, mainly equities, rose between two and a half and, and three and a quarter percent on the month. Uh, and for the socially responsible portfolios, lower risk portfolios, well, they rose between 0.2 and 0.9 percent. Uh, middle risk SRI portfolios rose between one and a quarter and two and a half. And higher risk portfolios rose around three to three and a half percent for the SRI. And given everything that's happened lately, have you made any changes to the Nutmeg fully managed portfolios? Well, for some time, the, the higher risk portfolios had benefited from large exposure to US NASDAQ stocks. Um, we have been trimming that exposure over time, and, and we moved this month uh, a small amount of exposure from NASDAQ stocks into the S&P 500, uh, still maintaining the US equity overweight. Finally, this month, instead of our usual customer question, we ran a poll on our social media channels to ask what topic people were most interested in hearing more about. This month, Brad, we'd like to get your thoughts on the chip shortages. From car manufacturing to mobile phones, what will be the long-term impact on supply? So I've already mentioned the inventory and shipping problems being experienced as economies open back up. Well, well the US-China technology split, together with the electric vehicle and, and work from home revolutions, well, they're adding further pressure on the supply and demand for semiconductor chips. Uh, manufacturers reliant on semiconductor supply chains have, have therefore been forced to make tough decisions, with some auto manufacturers temporarily suspending production, and even tech leaders such as Samsung warning of delays to launching its next phone. 
Uh, we've recently written a blog on Nutmeganomics looking at this subject and, and many of the associated aspects. Medium term, we think it's likely the COVID pandemic uh, uh, engenders structural change in global supply chains. Um, chains that have evolved to rely on lean processing and just-in-time delivery, um, low freight costs, frictionless movement. Well, this old system leaves little room for error. The, the pandemic has highlighted these shortcomings and it's, it's likely global manufacturers will materially evolve their supply chain structure in the next decade to, well, to avoid disruptions, to achieve greater geographical diversity, as well as leaning more heavily on technology and automation. Well, combined with the demand and supply shocks induced by COVID, onshoring, onshoring is likely to be a key global trade theme in coming years. Thanks, Brad, and thank you for joining us. If you have any more questions for Brad or the investment team, or a topic you'd like to discuss in next month's investor update, you can contact us via social media, email, or in the comment section below. We look forward to seeing you next month. information about this update is available in the description. As with all investing, your capital is at risk. The value of your portfolio with Nutmeg can go down as well as up, and you may get back less than you invest. Past or future performance indicators are not a reliable indicator of future performance.